I can send you some articles of that homeless man who died in an uh, elevator shaft. And a bunch of people I knew and worked with would go and smoke pot next to this foot. And they just called it the foot. And it was real cool <laughs> to go and smoke pot next to this foot. And it's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Are you so broken inside that you know you don't like identify that that's a dead person? Like, what the shit? Oh, man. So, yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a real thing that happens often. Well... That's the world is fun. The world is fun. Everything's great. And nothing is wrong. <laughs> With all that tries to divide us, let's take solace in song to rebuild the detritus. Everything's, Everything's great. Nothing, nothing is, is wrong. wrong. We actually had a great conversation um, while we were at Target breaking frames. Oh, yeah, because we were just breaking all the, the glass in the frames aisle. Um, <laughs> Intentionally? No, no okay. they're just fragile. Hey, Jeff, how's it going? Hey, Cricket, how are you feeling? Oh, I feel like closer to my death day every day since my birthday. Wow, congratulations. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, welcome to Everything's Great. Nothing is wrong. A true crime podcast? Yes. Is that Yeah, we talk about... The genre? Um, Famous crimes of the past mm-hmm. and whether or not they were true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we've, we we just only find the solved ones. It's a lot easier to deal with. Yeah, because unsolved crimes are already a, a primetime TV show that we're not a part of. We're yeah, we're not affiliated with it. Yeah. Hey, guess what? Oh my after, gosh, what? After that insane last episode, which you haven't heard yet. What are you talking about? It was, uh, well, yeah, burp plus one. Okay. Um. I think we should go chill out and like go back to vacation. No, don't just just chilling out, going to unethical recordings and just regular stuff. Oh, because it, I don't even. I think we lost all of our listeners after that debacle. Okay, so I don't know what happened. So I yeah. believe you. I might if if you pick up the transmission, it might be coming out last week. Cool. Um, I don't know. There's a big space time thing. We made it out somehow. I'm not really, it's a really still hazy for me as well, but uh, you'll you'll find out. Okay. But in the interim. I just interim, know that all of my guts hurt. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Also, and, one of my wings is sort of like at a weird angle. <laughs> that was a necessary precaution at oh. the time. Yeah. Okay. I'm I believe sorry. you. Yeah, it was, trust me, it was, it was important that we did that. So instead, I went to a bar as, oh. as one does, and I eavesdropped on some conversations. So, for our first ethical dilemma of the day, I present you an audio clip. Now, I had a buddy, uh, uh, he went through a house like that, and uh, he saw a bag in the corner, and he went and picked it up to see what was in it, and there was a head in it. So, he, uh, so he took the, the bag in the head, and he carried it around and showed it to people for a couple of days. This is in Hollywood, right? <laughs> And then, and then he, he went to where the uh, bridge goes over the freeway on the 101. Yeah. And he threw the head over the fucking freeway and landed in traffic and caused a pileup. That's some real sexy music in the background. Yeah, one, one of the bar patrons had his own little boombox going to entice people to sit Aww. by him slash scare them away. Is that the man who no, you were talking to? Oh. That's that. That was the the webbing, and and the fly he drew was the man who found a head <laughs> in a bag, or had a friend who found a head. In yeah, a bag. 
I mean, when people say I'm asking for a friend, he, they're talking about themselves, though, right? right? He's, he's yeah. trying not to incriminate. So it's so a two-part he, question. He was the one who found the head. I think we have to assume, right? How yeah. would he know all these details? He, he wouldn't. He wouldn't know about the cars <laughs> and their actions. Is it ethical to carry around a, a decapitated human head, plus one, yes. and show it people it? And uh, second part, to throw it into traffic and cause a pile up. Well, he f- he just came up across it. He didn't cause the head in the bag. Right. So the legal thing would have been to notify the authorities. Mm-hmm. But ought he show his friends before giving it up to the authorities? That would look real good on YouTube. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Also, did he YouTube it? Should he have YouTubed it? <laughs> Maybe this is a while ago before yeah, YouTube was Yeah, it was, was pre-YouTube. Like, it was in 1990s San Francisco. Ubiquitous. Ooh. Do you like that? I just it's, made that up on the fly. pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I just threw up a little too. Okay. Well, that's um, probably the remnants of the before. So the fact that he showed his friends, which was kind of him, but not recorded, is unethical. <laughs> but the fact that he threw the head into traffic, thereby creating more problems with the head not being attached to its owner and potentially destroying evidence of decapitation murders. Mm-hmm. Illegal slash unethical? What well, is it different to throw a head into traffic than to throw like a can of um, beans. soda bre- beverage beans? Mm, yeah, like soda a- bread. <laughs> if you just threw your collection of soda bread beans into the traffic down below, it's about the same as throwing a decapitated head. I believe you. Well, yeah, I mean, you're right? not supposed to throw anything into traffic. Oh. Also. What if you throw, like, uh, gasoline so people get it in their cars? <laughs> You'd be such a good thrower. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be, like, the Daryl Strawberry of throwing gasoline. Is that a baseballer? I have to Google what you're talking about. You know I don't know most references. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to make up a... You'd be the Babe Ruth of throwing. Okay. That's a type of candy. <laughs> I'd be I'd be the Hershey's chocolate of throwing. You'd be the three musketeers of throwing gasoline into cars. <laughs> and you may quote me. <laughs> I just like the idea of this you find a head and you're like, guys, oh, no, have you a, seen this head? And everyone's head. like, hey, show your head to this guy. Like it's like uh the, this group of people that was all into the head game is usually I feel like someone would be like, Whoa, get rid of that head instead of like, Oh, cool head, dude. Thanks for showing me. <laughs> I imagine it's like when a woman gets engaged and she shows uh. all of her friends her big ring. Yeah. And then Check out this new head I found. They're like, oh my God, you need to show Amanda in HR. And she goes up like two flights of stairs to show Amanda in HR the ring. And Amanda's real salty about it because she recently broke up with her boyfriend. She doesn't know why the fuck Sarah has to do this. <laughs> so that's what it's like. He's like, hey, Jeff, look at this he- bag full of a head and you're like i don't have one of those yeah i'm jealous <laughs> you're so suddenly jealous of this um like, i don't even believe man. in heads anyway it's an institution from the exactly. past exactly yeah so unethical right to yeah. show off he's, well here's what i'm also showboating. wondering so who put this head in this bag are they trying to hide the head or are they just trying to easily carry it around what if they were trying to say Say a very ethical person. We're going to mm-hmm. say Justin Trudeau. Oh, found this bag in a head. No. Found this head in a bag. <laughs> That's a whole different it, question. He was carrying it to the police, 
But then say he's also afraid of rats because he's in an alley trying to get to the police station. Shortest path. And he is so, so afraid he drops the head bag and climbs over a chain link fence to get away from the rats. It was a rat king. Yeah. They're all tied together. <laughs> They're all, okay. Which is ter- legitimately terrifying, but sure. he didn't go back for it because he kept running. <laughs> he Some never say stopped. He's, he's still running to this day. Okay. That's how he got to Canada. So this head is just chilling in this bag and other guy, we'll call him Watson, okay. picks it up, <laughs> shows it to his friends, doesn't show it to Jeff because he knows Jeff will just get so jealous. Oh, I want then, a head. I know. And then throws it from a bridge and causes a pileup. Not only has he fucked up the plan to give the head back to the authorities mm-hmm. so they can investigate this decapitation murder because obviously the person wasn't just dead and their head fell off. Their head came off and then they became dead instantly almost. Oh. Do you think the dead, the death was caused by the removal of the head? Yes. I think that That's... someone found a dead body and maybe found mean caused or whatever. And then, and then the as a souvenir off. took the souvenir, took the head. Oh, maybe they took the body and they still have it. And yeah, maybe that's like hanging it. up in their suit of mm-hmm. armor, but the head was too big to fit. Well, I know that for most people, the easiest way to kill them is to remove the head. <laughs> are you thinking people or are you thinking vampires? Oh, is that a good way to kill vampires? <laughs> I, I think it's the only way. But I think for people, the best way to kill them is cardiac arrest. Oh, because they're so fat. Well, just because I think that's the leading cause of death heart death is it not i don't know i mean what is the leading cause of death i mean sometimes people get their four wings stuck in like a a vent or a, <laughs> a car and sometimes they just hit the car but usually then the head is removed from the thorax so either way the head comes off but don't you live for like kind of a while after that yeah but like eventually that's still the cause of death is that's the removal fair. of the head from the thorax so you can say in a way that like one bad decision months ago was your leading cause of death I don't think I could last months without my head. Oh, I'm I'm thinking of cockroaches. How? I'm so sorry. You oh. guys are different, aren't mm-hmm. you? Yeah. Wow. Ooh. Sorry. Anyways. Okay. Well, that's... if someone throws your head from a bridge, wouldn't you think that that was unethical? I mean, if my head was lost in the annals of a bag colony, then it probably would be the only way to get it back to wherever I wanted my head to be would be in public. So it's probably better for the head to be tossed into traffic so that everyone knows where the head is. Yeah, but what if it gets smushed? You did dental records. Mm, I get Not it. me because all it, my teeth it. are fake, but, you know, for other person. Yeah, that's on purpose, though. That's intentional. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that, that Wait, was a fun game I played. Do we know how old the person's head is? If it's a baby head, maybe he was just showing off because it was so cute. <laughs> maybe maybe it was like uh from hundreds of years ago and it was a historical oh, head you know like a little shrunken head yeah oh. so what did you tell this person that you were talking to about head bags oh i just said oh neat i would i wish i were there i didn't that's i try not to get involved yeah i just said <laughs> that's interesting uh-huh go on you know <laughs> tell me more uh-huh mm, yeah you don't say wow it's fine. People love to talk. They don't need me to interject. Wait, can you just say "Wow" a lot more in your day to day? Sure, I'll I'll be seen as a sarcastic jerk, but yeah, absolutely. No, it's so great. Your total is going to be twenty six dollars. Wow. <laughs> oh man, that's fantastic. That reminds me of someone. 
<laughs> is it me? No. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's Warrior Squirrel. That's it. Oh. Do you know you that remember, guy? You remember Warrior Squirrel? We yeah. met him about six times. Oh, shit. That's so many times. Yeah, there's a lot of time looping happening. Yeah. Do you want me to li- listen to more of your um, adventures and bar hopping? Yeah, that was. I just wanted to bring one clip today to be, you know, just chill, settle back in to get away. But yeah. everything else is related to, to email. <gasps> Please listen carefully. Gemini, okay. Double O eight. Operators are synchronous or oh my synchro synchronous or O eight Raj O eight Raj. We are good. Gemini, okay. If you're oh my good O eight Raj synchro O eight secondary double O eight clear. We've got some mail from our one listener in Geneva. Uh, would somebody please answer that? I love email. It's All just right. like mail. So first, but e dispatches from the still ongoing, offgoing war. Oh, that's still happening. We got an email here. <sighs> It's still happening, kind of. Hard to say. It says, Please see attached. Thank you for giving Tyler's a voice, especially when the animals refuse to speak up. From LT. Little Tyler. (laughs) Warning to all fatty (laughs) jewels. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to listen to it. My name is Lady Tyler, and I take offense to the slander written by Moose Goose. Tyler's don't drink NyQuil. We just have slow speech patterns. Sorry you have such an easy time understanding us. Don't these animals have to continue fattening up for hibernation anyway? Leave Tyler's alone, you fatties. Lady Tyler, out. That was um, a robot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Lady electronic Tyler, is, a, Tyler. Is, or is not a robot, but all I know is that was another voicemail. So, so far, voicemails from the Tylers, two. Voicemails from the Grizzly Wolf teams, zero. So, that's, you know, that's something. That's that is not some- nothing. That is something. If you want to write in more voicemails or my new deal idea... Send us more album art, because now that we've gotten some, I'm tired of making my own, because everything else is better. <laughs> so my my request for our listeners is more album art right now and more voicemail at so everythingspodcast at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Yeah, I'm I demanding. know it. Yeah. I'm not really telling you, I'm telling them. You can have your artwork featured on the website. <laughs> Most other podcasts won't offer that to you unless it's your own. So email us, listener. Also, other listener in Berlin. Hello. For all of you who listen to Everything's Great, Nothing is Wrong, and own an Android device, do me a favor. Go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. That's right, Podcast Republic. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android device. I use the app and I love it. I can search for all the podcasts I want to listen to and select into my favorite zone and then just have them all click away because they're my favorites. Make sure you set everything's great, nothing is wrong as a favorite podcast so you don't miss any new episodes from the future or the past from us, Jeff and Cricket. 
on Everything's Great, Nothing is Wrong, available to you Android users in the Podcast Republic app. So, that's our dispatch from the war right now, but we also... That's so nice. Thank you, Lady Tyler. I like that you're a robot and a Tyler. (laughs) And it takes all kinds. That's my kink. (laughs) TMI. Um, (laughs) But we also get ethical questions a lot. Nice. So I have two that um, I kind of alluded to previously, but with they're heads? kind of related with hints. Oh. Yeah. Head hints. Head head hints. Not the heads. From Just from episodes ago, I mentioned a one-night stand. <gasps> this, ep- this question is from Paul, who asks, Is it unethical to lie in order to have a one-night stand? I've given a fake name, made up stories about what I do for work, etc. I never plan on seeing the person again. What do you guys think? So... And this is a real person that wrote in, not you claiming to be a Paul. Okay, well, obviously the answer for me is, of course, it's ethical because this is my life story. But (laughs) this is somebody else who did this. So Paul is pretending to be a person. We'll we'll name that person Boring Head. And Boring Head... (laughs) That's a good name. Uh Boring Head put on a Tinder profile... That says he's boring head, he's 29 years old, he's about four miles away. And is he using pictures of himself? I think that he's just going out to like... He's, oh, he's going out to bars. To bars ta- yeah. Telling people about his non-boring friend who has a head in a bag and then sleeping with people. Yeah. I don't know if they're women or children <laughs> or I don't animals. think it matters. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Just We just know that Paul Boringhead is... Uh, alluding to um, anonymous sex with a person because he's lied. Yeah. Obviously, he's charismatic enough to get the sex started. To pull it off. So, is there anything more important? Well, than... I mean, it's it's a one-night stand situation, right? Yeah. Doesn't matter if that person's named Paul Boringhead or Bort Sumpson. Sure. <laughs> They're still... You know, they don't care what your name is. So I don't I don't feel like that's of any import. I agree. But things like what I do for work, that doesn't matter, right? Now, things like what specific detail would it become a point of of mattering? I feel like the only time that it matters if you're looking to bone mm-hmm. or boof or boff mm-hmm. or bang. Beep. Or beep. That's my or style. Boop. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just little boops on the nose. Is if you are lying about having an STD. Mm, so that's the line. Or being related by blood. Sanguinity. Oh, yeah. We haven't talked about incest yet. I do, I, uh, I don't I, think, I think so. I think it's so ethical, but we'll go we'll go on that later. Consanguinity is the property of being from the same kinship as another person. Yeah, but we all are, so Yeah. We're all from like twelve thousand people. So yeah. <laughs> I think that's totally fine. Now, I've I decided, how can we get these listener emails out without being exclusively... Um, some people, I have a friend over who is not with, with not divulgent about her worst thing she's ever done. And she refuses oh. to open up. So I had to Why? try to figure out other things because she's very easily <gasps> did she embarrassed. Put that, did she put that head in that bag? She might have been the head bagger. What if she's going to go to jail? She tells you. Well, I'm not going to turn her in, so... Uh, burp. It doesn't mean that she won't go to jail. The walls have ears. I think you're thinking of Labyrinth plus one. So 
this question I asked her, and yeah. uh, we can talk about it first if you want. Another plus. Or do you want to hear her response first? Let's, actually, let me hear your response first. I'll ask Ask her. me, and then I'll respond. This is from Off-White Knight. Oh. I hit on women that are clearly in relationships. I think I enjoy trying to win them over. I've Ooh. never cheated on a partner, but I generally tend to avoid relationships anyway. Is it unethical to knowingly hit on slash sleep with people in committed relationships? Well, it's unethical for the person who's in the committed relationship. Right, but is unethical for the person not the one that's having the one night stands? It's probably Paul, right? Yeah, it's Paul. Yeah. Paul Boringhead? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, hey, Paul Boringhead. Thanks for writing in again, Off-White Knight. <laughs> Maybe that's what he uses on Tinder, Off-White Knight. We know that you are the same person <laughs> and that you're doing one night stands to married women or men, depending, and that they have families and children and lives that you're destroying because you're a homewrecker. But hey, the only thing that's unethical here is the married person or the person in a committed relationship or partnership cool. or well, consanguinity um, marriage. Well, let's listen to what my friend has to say about this topic. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Mm, right, because it's their choice. Right. They're, they're saying, yup, uh, let's do it. Right. But you are knowingly hurting another person. Mm. You're contributing to the pain of another person. And I feel like you should take some responsibility to be like, I do like you person, but... I also respect other human beings and not just because the relationship they have with me, but because they're human beings who sort of deserve respect. Mm, yeah. Right? Like that inherent truth, like you should apply it even if it's inconvenient to you. Hmm. So what's the name of this friend? Oh boy, you choose. Molly Ringworm. Okay, Ringworm. Hey, Ringworm. Uh, you're wrong. You know what? I've been in many relationships where my um, person that I banged banged around behind my back and I didn't find out until later or during. And I think that it wasn't so much about those people who, even the ones that um, were uh, knowing fully banging my person that I slept with every night. Um, knew I existed and knew that I would be hurt by it. The only person who was at fault was the cheater. My take is the, is such. It's ethical to do because <laughs> if it fosters the end of a relationship that's already going to be ending because of this anyway, you're only uh, expediting the process that will... You're, you're like taking the initiative to uh, sort out these people's problems sooner than they would otherwise deal with. Question. So it's beneficial. Yes. What uh, about cricket on the back? Thanks, <laughs> uh, cricket with the backhand. Um, <laughs> what about if Paul Boardhead does this and bangs a person mm-hmm. for two years, and they have a family and a spouse and children, and then Paul Boardhead gets bored or figures out that it's never going to work out, and then decides to stop having sex with the cheater, but the cheater never divulges the information to the spouse or family oh well then no harm no foul (laughs) for all parties involved for all intents and purposes it's basically as if it didn't happen so so that never happened so just just as ethical perfect 
So, Paul, I want you to know that unless you're found out, it never happened. So you cannot validate that experience as a relationship unless they know. Well, that's we. That's pretty much it. I have one more email I've been sitting on for a while. Oh, um, like an egg. And it, it's somebody's worst thing, and I really like it a lot. Cool. So I thought we could just finish the episode out with it when someone's telling of their worst thing I've ever done, and then we can uh, see you next week, hopefully, if you are alive. Oh, I hope to be alive. I hope my head is still firmly attached to my body. I, I, I oh, oh man, you, this isn't lot. We're getting really close to chunky. the burp count, and we have not made a lot of progress on these letters. Wait, is there a maximum number of burps? A hundred is the maximum before oh, I, I stop. Have, I haven't done that yet. No, and please don't try. I haven't been trying. Uh, I'm just trying to sit comfortably. Well, I don't know if you remember, but months and months ago, we recorded <gasps> a 50th episode spectacular. Oh, what? ended up not being last episode because <laughs> of the reasons. So what do you think about putting it, even though we just finally got back to normal, as t- next episode Perfect. as a celebration for the end of uh, season two, question mark? Yeah, this is season two. And that sounds wonderful. I believe everything you're saying. Do you know what I'm talking about or do you have no, no idea? No, okay, I have yeah. no idea. That's fine. Well, <laughs> cool. <laughs> I think uh, if you're fine with it, if you have nothing else, I think we should just leave on Quiet Carl's worst thing he's ever done. I love Quiet Carl. What's up, bro? When I was a kid, 8 to 10, I used to love the color orange. I started hoarding anything that was orange. Every crayon box at school was devoid of anything with an orange hue. I filled my closet with boxes of orange markers, hairbands, buttons, glue caps, anything. When I was about 10, there was a construction at the end of our block. I took every cone and hid them in the back of our garage under a tarp. Late that night, there was an accident. An old man was driving down the road with construction and didn't notice that half the road was all torn up. Oh, no. He hit a rough patch, overcorrected his car, and drove into a tree. It was a freak accident. He was old, the airbag didn't deploy, and he hit his head hard enough to bleed internally. That night, he went into a coma and passed away two days later. Ooh. The night after the accident, I went out to the garage after everyone in the house was asleep and tossed the cones around the construction site. I threw out my collection of orange. It is the worst thing I've ever done. Damn. That, I mean, I don't feel like it's unethical for a child to collect a color that they're in love with. Yeah, I think once you, like, the childness always is a good excuse for not being responsible. I mean, I feel like the fact that a person that was that young could appreciate a color so much that they had that mild obsession and would go out of their way to like collect things is beautiful. Yeah, beautiful is the story. You're right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, that person who died, I don't think that that is something that Quiet Carl can blame himself for. No. It was uh, an indirect loss. And I'm sure that this has haunted Quiet Carl for most of his adult life, but I don't think he is at fault. No, I don't think he's culpable. No. If anything, I feel like that elderly man who died 
was probably near death death anyways considering he was so easily dead (laughs) does that make sense (laughs) sure yeah something else would have done it he would have like brushed his teeth too fast and then you know yeah blood out or something yeah he didn't seem hardy but what do you think jeff you know i just uh i think i'm glad that carl could share with i think he's real brave for sharing that that's something yeah. that I would have um, stuffed deep down inside and would have taken like probably 50, 60 years of therapy to un- unfold, unravel. Yeah, unfurl. I think Carl's about 76. Oh, that's good. That makes yeah. sense why he's so quiet. Well, he should be very, very <laughs> careful while driving late at now night. Now as an old man himself, he reflects on this time. And yeah. Uh, yeah. And he knows that ev- at, er- at some point in time, everyone's going to hit their head on the steering wheel and die. You know, that's that's how we all go out in this beautiful... That's how we come in and that's how we leave this world. Yep. We all just hit our head, head on the first. steering wheel. Yep. Head first. Head first. Well, send in the worst things ever done. Send me album art, please, if you want. And uh, everything's great. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is wrong. Uh, everything's great. Nothing is wrong.com. Yeah, that's the website. Oh, were you eavesdropping, not, like, uh, talking to this I man? was talking to them, and then, like, afterwards, I was, <laughs> yeah. That's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. I thought you were just, like, chatting up some guy who was like, yeah, my friend found a head in the bag, you threw it off a bridge. Like, 